Hey everyone, thank you so much for watching. This is the Goat Movie Podcast. My name is Angel. I am Julius. We love talking about movies. This is a show where we love talking about movies, television, comics, pop culture, and anything mm -hmm. that we're passionate about talking about. On this episode, we're going to be discussing the official trailer to Matt Reeves' The Batman with a very special guest, AJ. I just want to say something about AJ right here. AJ is a wonderful person. It is truly an honor to be talking about The Batman with him. He is somebody that is passionate, somebody that has great wisdom on all forms of storytelling, whether it be anime, video games, movies, comics, you name it. So AJ, mm -hmm. it really is a pleasure to have you on here, man. It is such a privilege. I cannot wait to dissect this trailer and just talk about why I think it's one of the greatest trailers of all time. Honestly, man. Uh, AJ, is Ever. Also, AJ is also a contributor to Geek Vibes Nation. Movies Matrix and Geekly Goods. Wonderful work that those sites do. Check out his work, man. AJ, how are you feeling? And what do you think about the Batman trailer? I am so happy y'all invited me to join in. Um, I'm so excited. This is like my 500th time talking about the Batman <laughs> <laughs> on every single one's podcast Geeks Five Nation, Geekly Goods, uh, Movie Matrix. Uh, just everywhere. So I'm super excited for this trailer, which I've watched like, uh, what was it? 17 million views. Yeah. That was all from me. <laughs> you lost count. I'm ready. And we're, and we're still going to continue to rewatch it. We have been eating, sleeping, breathing this trailer. It really yeah. is a phenomenon in the pantheon of all iterations of I Batman. don't know why they released any other trailers that day, honestly. <laughs> I, I completely forgot about the other trailers. Yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't have done that. That was unfair. Yeah, it really was the cherry on top. But AJ, I want to know, what was your experience with DC Fandom? What did you think about it overall? Where were you? And when did you watch the Batman trailer? What was your initial reaction to it? Yeah, so overall with the DC Fandom stuff, there were some things that I really got excited for, but there were other things that I was a little bit disappointed in. Um, just to get the negatives out the way. Um, I'm probably one of the few people that didn't really care for the Black Adam panel and also the, um, what was the other panel? Uh, I think it was Shazam that I didn't really care for. Uh, we did get a badass, um, tra uh, not trailer, but a uh, title for Shazam, Fury of the Gods, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also did. That is so, it's so amazing. <laughs> I love that. Um, we also got the things that I did like was the Harley Quinn panel. Um, not a lot of people are really talking about that, but I thought that was a really good addition to it. For the, the um, television show? Yes, the animated oh, yeah. animated show, yeah. yeah. Um, also, what else? Ooh. The Wonder Woman 1984 uh, trailer. Wonder, Wonder Woman 1984. I'm probably I'm the only few that actually did really like the cheetah reveal. Um, the overall yeah. trailer I thought was really cool. I love the action in it. And I just want this movie as soon as possible. As you can see, Wonder <laughs> Woman right here. Yeah, there she is. <laughs> Look at that. Those I'm, are I'm awesome posters, my friend. I'm I'm ready to go. So oh, what was the oh the Suicide Squad um stuff? I really did like the behind the scenes on that. Um just seeing everybody interact on the behind the scenes. I thought it was, I thought it was really really cool. Yeah, um, we did get a little bit of footage with uh, Weasel and Harley Quinn. <laughs> That's right. Which I thought was really really badass. Yeah. So I I can't wait for this. What is it with James Gunn making his brother all these rodents? <laughs> <laughs> that picture of Weasel is absolutely hysterical. Seriously, I love it. I think that's what I, I think that's what I looked like when I watched the Batman trailer. I, I looked like Weasel because it was absolutely. <laughs> Phenomenal. Talk about your thoughts on the Batman trailer. Was it everything you hoped for? Did it surpass your expectations? Is it everything you want in a Batman film? Okay, let me go back. <laughs> Once this was announced, um, when we got the announcement that Matt Reeves was doing the Batman, I was probably the one. No, actually, it was Robert Pattinson cast as the Batman. Yeah. I was probably the only one of many other few people that actually really love the casting because most, most of us didn't really associate Robert Pattinson with just, um, God, what is that movie called? 
Twilight. There we go. Right. Um, like pe- people were stuck on. Yeah. yeah. We don't talk about that. <laughs> we, that. That's a movie that we don't, we don't talk about. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist. But yeah. most of us knew that Robert Pattinson was a fantastic actor. Oh, yeah. And just for Matt Reeves, who also is a fantastic director to choose him, I thought was fantastic. And I'm overall the trailer I thought was badass, but we'll talk we'll talk more in that <laughs> later on. Yeah. yeah. Well it's funny with the whole the the backlash of Robert Pattinson when whenever this happens, whenever they cast like a Batman or a, a villain for Batman or something, there's the backlash. But like no one ever learns from it from way back with like Keaton when there was like Mr. Mom's going to be Batman, but then look what happened. He's coming back now and people are excited for that. Yeah, yeah. You know, people need to get over the hangups because we all know he's a, a great actor, you know, and whoever they get for these other roles, like whenever they eventually cast his Joker or his, uh, I don't know, his Mr. Freeze or something. Mm-hmm. If, if they could get Danny DeVito to play Mr. Freeze and if it's Matt Reeves doing it, I'll have faith. Yeah. More so than Tim Burton using Danny DeVito as the penguin. Because look what he's doing with the penguin. Dude, totally. And the Riddler. And the, right. the, um, one thing that I really did not like about um, the Riddler in the past was that he was too comedical. Um, I just didn't really care for, for that. And many Ace people Ventura. do it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. many people associate the Riddler as being this over the top comedic character. And he is probably one of, even for me, for me at least, he is probably one of the most um what's the word? Probably I would effective say, villain. Yeah, effective villain for Batman's rogues, because he Enigma is um character is more he's as smart as batman probably actually even more smarter than batman so just to see those two go head to head um on a more what's the word um grounded i'd say yeah not grounded not grounded but i I can't (laughs) yeah but (laughs) that that's not the word i was looking i can't remember i'll think about the word but right now i think um, as Riddler being the main character, the antagonist for Batman, I think it was really smart. So, yeah, that's what I think for the Riddler right now. Julius, what did you think about the initial casting of Robert Pattinson? And what did you think about the trailer overall? I dug it. You know, I dug back when uh, I heard Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman. I mean, I thought about his independent work more so than Twilight. You know, I heard about the movies that I was recommended more so than the movies I saw with him. You know, like (laughs) I I kept on hearing about Good Time and how he's incredible in that. And eventually seeing it, I was like, yeah, this dude can this dude can achieve a lot of different roles in a way that I think is reminiscent to like leo or robert de niro you know what i mean i think he's on that level of actor um and i think this trailer proves that even further because him being this type of batman being bruce wayne and batman separately he's completely different already you know you can there's a completely different vibe when you see him as bruce and as batman when i mean i literally i saw batman on that in that trailer and i think already i think already he has the best batman voice this guy's like, crazy that, that, dude that i love that part yeah and someone finally said it this, this guy's nuts this guy's crazy and you know that's what i've been wanting to hear like ever since we saw joker mm-hmm. with joaquin phoenix i was like man we think joaquin's crazy wait till they see batman come into this town now i know they're not connected but i've always wanted to hear people reference or fear batman and think of him as like this crazed maniac who's just nuts. That's why out I, crime. That's why is um one of the things that resonate with me is it kind of feels like the Dark Knight um yes. returns animated yes. movie Absolutely. where we get the psychological aspect of Batman and why he and his rose galleries are basically the same when it comes to just being crazy and deranged yeah. and just overall just they're all maniacs basically. Yeah. yes basically so that's why i really love matt reeves really did like dive deep into the mythology and i really love that he took his time with the script it took him over 
what he was supposed to have this done a while back but yeah he said i need more time to do this and i was like okay yeah and i actually was happy that he said i want to take more time many many people were being very what's the word um impatient yes and, they were rioting uh, over him not yes. finishing the script but the thing is yeah but look where we are now yeah we as fans we want the best everyone product. is excited yeah, everyone yeah, exactly. we want the best product available right and if matt reeves says he needs more time to fine-tune the script that's something that we need to trust in him as a filmmaker because if you're looking at his filmography whether we're talking about cloverfield dawn of the planet of the apes War for the planet of the apes uh let me in they're all perfect films all those films for me those are those are tens for me for me he hasn't missed as a director so if he needs more time on that script Give him two years. Give him five years if you Give want. Give him a decade. I don't I, care. I can wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want. I want I'll the be best. There. I want the best available Batman film ever. And the indicator to me that we were getting that was the initial casting. When we heard those rumors going around, who's going to be Batman? And somebody mentioned Robert Pattinson, and and that was you know uh, the headlines for like that week. I was like, I have not thought about that, but I freaking love that choice. Robert Pattinson has been delivering outstanding performances you know from the rover to good time which i thought he was absolutely phenomenal he became high life high yeah. life was amazing oh yes yes i own mm -hmm. high life and i love to own high life he's amazing in that um he's just ridiculous so the day that i found out my brother told me he was like guess who they just casted as batman robert pattinson i literally <laughs> jumped in my pool because of how ecstatic i was because i really wanted to see him portray the batman because i really think he's going to offer something that's just truly psychological and brooding and, and filled with rage. And what did we see? What did we see? That's exactly what we got in that trailer. I was dreading DC fandom that entire day because I was missing it. I was at work. I had to work. The only thing I got to see was Gotham Knights. And Gotham Knights blew me away. I saw that live and I was like, what game is this? <laughs> and my brother comes over to the screen. He's like, are those, are those Dick's Batons? And they were, and we were, <laughs> we were losing our mind because it was the Bat Family. The video game looked incredible. The co-op, all, all the player mode graphics, outstanding. So I was dreading the whole day at work. And then when I got home, my brother's like, we got to watch this trailer. I waited for you. They released it. Let's do this. So I was like, all right, let's watch this trailer. I watched it. And, you know, a couple people saw my trailer reaction and you know that's that's just literally how i felt mm -hmm. and uh i'm just really happy that matt reeves was able to see uh just the great work that he was able to pull off because i loved that trailer it literally was one of the best trailers and it's I only he only shot he only shot 25 to 30 percent of the movie how, <laughs> how? yeah how? how like 25%. Oh they've only been shooting for seven weeks. How did you mm. put a, how did you put a trailer that good together? I mean, when people have their movie fully complete, they can't even put a trailer out like that. The fact that they were able to do that, that is precision. That is exactly what we need for the Batman. I am still blown away to this day. I've watched that trailer every single day. Me and Julius have like Same. done edits with that trailer several different times, whether it be trailer reactions or or uh, you know, um, editing it in a different style, like a David Fincher type of film. I cannot stop talking about this trailer. I'm, I'm so excited for this movie. It's going to be amazing, I think, man. Seriously, I watched it and it was everything that I wanted as a Batman fan. Um, it felt new, it felt refreshing, it felt unique while also paying respect to every single iteration that we've seen before. Absolutely psychotic uh, of a trailer. I'm, I, I'm not even playing around. But first thing I wanna ask you regarding the trailer, what did you think of the bat suit? Because for me, when we when the bat suit was revealed the first time in that trailer, that's when I knew, holy crap, they got this right. What did you think of Robert Pattinson in the bat suit? Well, first, shout out to uh, what's his name, Glenn Dillion, I think it's his name, the one that actually designed the bat suit. Oh yes, it's, costume designer. It's oh god, I love it so much, and it's not even like the full the full design of yeah what? he's gonna get other bat suits too <laughs> how's the prototype so lit <laughs> I, one of the things that i really loved when we saw the what was it the um suit before the um, what we got in the trailer a yeah. lot of people didn't really care for it because it just didn't look good in film but one of my arguments was that you shouldn't you shouldn't have um you shouldn't have any no negative thoughts on the basket without actually seeing it in film or in a trailer right. where you can actually see the full, the context of the bat suit. And 
just to see the look of the bat suit, it that's Batman. <laughs> there, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that yes. that is Batman. That is the Batman. That is the Batman. That's yeah. a really great point that you made. I, I love that you made that point. A lot of fans, uh, general audiences, they, they have the tendency to judge something before they actually see the work in itself. Something behind the scenes can look completely different from something uh, in the film, you know, through the vision of, of the artist. A really great example I can think back to is the behind the scene photos of Age of Ultron. When we saw Ultron, we were like, eh? he's going to look like that. And it looked, it looked pretty horrendous. But when you see it in actual motion uh, with the, the rendering that they do, he looked way better than he did in the behind the scenes photos. Julius, what did yeah. you think about the initial reveal of the Batman suit in that trailer? Yeah, I mean, well, with Ultron, like he was in a leotard and uh, people actually <laughs> thought he was going to look like some, yeah. some guy in spandex and some cardboard <laughs> on top of him, sprayed metallically. That's what we were expecting. But with Batman, uh, that suit, I mean, seeing it in action was the cherry on top because I was already sold when he's just walking in frame. Ooh. You know, they're teasing it from the behind, the boots, and then you see him walking up. I was down like that already. Ooh. And then you see him fighting Catwoman. And then you see him ragdolling that one guy, that poor schmuck who <laughs> all, did, all that poor dude guy. asked. Yeah, all he did was ask a question and he's getting like seven months of physical therapy after that. <laughs> like, um, no, man, that, that, it looks crazy. It reminded me a lot of Daredevil from Netflix. Mm. You know, that suit, it, it looks very similar to that. I wonder, I don't know if the costume designer took notes from it or if it, is even the same guy or he knows the same people, but it's definitely, I, I could feel the influence there. You know, uh, I feel like Daredevil was a cool, like stepping off point to a Batman movie like this. Cause at that point we had gotten, we were getting, uh, you know, the, the Ben Affleck stuff, which love it or hate it. You know, a lot of people were like, that is Batman. That's the Batman right there. You know, look at him. Look, see that? See that shit? That's Batman. <laughs> but now, I mean, I feel like the tune has changed because this got this got even more Batman than that shit. And that was getting that was bringing things out right of the comics. But with with the tone, with the voice, I mean, I can't get over that voice. You know, just the whole setup of Pattinson, especially with Pattinson himself proving a lot of people wrong through in a trailer in, in a trailer he's wow. proving a lot of naysayers wrong yeah. i find it to be incredible and wow. that suit yeah. is the only i mean it could have used a, a, a yellow circle but <laughs> i'll wait like 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 aj said there will there will be more suits yes more movies, what, more suits i hope what I, also, what I also like about it is that they actually took the time to think about how, how the, the actors actually feel about the movements of it it with um Christian Bale, it it was more um frozen in place basically. It was more static with um Pattinson stuff. It seems more flexible, more breathable for yes. Robert Pattinson. And I really, really I really love that they thought of that as well. Yeah, that is an awesome point. I love that you mentioned Bale suit. It is a bit more restricting than this one. I think that's why I thought this costume was absolutely glorious. When we saw it revealed and you see him moving towards towards gordon you you can't teach what they established in that trailer you can't teach somebody how to be batman they have to embody it and robert pattinson in that suit completely bodied the role seriously <laughs> like i it was unbelievable i love how the suit reminded me of you know uh, with the cowl it reminds me of the leather worn by michael keaton uh, with the the padded suit, it reminds me of Bales, and with the with the heavy artillery militaristic look, it reminds me of Affleck's suit as well. So I love that it has so many uh, flavors and influences from different Batman. The costume designer is phenomenal. The the suit was beautiful. I can't wait to see more of it. Honestly, if this is the proto prototype suit, the fact that I'm okay with only seeing this suit, if they never even have more suits, that's crazy to me this prototype suit beats most batman suits that we've ever seen before which is just absolutely insane it also had flavors of arkham knight yeah that's what i was gonna say yeah like it, i just love 
love the way it looked, man. It was sleek. It was shiny. And you're right. The way he moved, there was a sense of like fluidity in his movements where I really felt like this is the best realization of the character that we're possibly ever going to see. It, it really made me think of the movies, of the comics, of the video games, of the animated series, all in one. This really does feel like the chosen one, just based off of the look, man. <laughs> just based off, the, based off of the presence, the movement. I, I couldn't be happier about this suit. Seriously. I really hope this movie does not disappoint. No, right? I know. This trailer is so badass. And we were actually talking about this before. Amanda was saying, what if the Batman was good? And I was like, I just put that off. I was like, don't even talk about that right now. <laughs> let me let me just have this trailer. Yeah. I don't know why. No other trailers trailer. have to come out this year. That was it. That mm -hmm. was it. Yeah. It, it, you know, everyone wants 2020 to be done already. And we wanted it anyway because of what's going on. But now double so we can get to that movie. Yeah. But right. like sooner, you know what I mean? I'm yeah, I want to be a time traveler just to see Batman, the Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever with a vaccine, whatever with any, you know, food and all that. <laughs> Batman. That's what I want to go to the future for. Yeah, man. <laughs> it, it, it's it. really exciting. Um, what did you think about Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne in this? When you saw those shots of him uh, without the cowl, whether it be with the eyeshadow, whether it be looking at the uh, Riddler letters, how, what kind of vibe did, did uh, you get from him as, as uh, Bruce Wayne? D did you buy him in that role? Because it's very important to not only just portray Batman, but also get Bruce Wayne right. Yeah, um, with me in that, um, what was it, the funeral scene? Yes. We didn't really get that much. It was basically just a cut of it, and then that was it. So mm -hmm. on that note, uh, I understand people's criticism on, like, the hair. Um, didn't feel like what Bruce Wayne would ha um the style of hair he would have. Um, but with me, uh, I think Bruce Wayne died in the alley. I think Bruce Wayne is a facade. And we didn't really get that in that trailer yet, so I can't really speak on Bruce Wayne himself. But him in that eyeshadow and the mask, just looking over, I thought that was really, really good. Um, it actually, I think it's, uh, what would be it, like a flashback maybe of his first time starting off as Batman maybe. Mm -hmm. um, I know he said that he's not focused on his first time in Batman, but having like small flashbacks, I think it would be really, really cool to see, see him first act as um, the vigilante, not even being considered as the Batman at the time, I think would be really cool. Um, but the overall look, I really, really did love. But I hope we do see more Bruce Wayne at parties as well, as much as Batman at night. Which I, I think um, with some iterations of Bruce Wayne, they didn't really portray him right. But I, I have a feeling that Matt Reeves will have a perfect balance between Bruce Wayne and Batman. Beautifully said, man. Julius, what did you think about Robert Pattinson as uh, Bruce Wayne? Did you, did you get the essence that he was going to give us something maybe unique, fresh, or something that you expect? Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be different. I mean, this looks like a much darker and more tortured Batman or Bruce Wayne mm -hmm. than we've seen probably ever. I mean, and we just got done with Ben Affleck who was spending time in, you know, graveyards and you know, getting mad at Alfred and all that. And <laughs> yeah, I think that this will be unique in the way that he's much more angsty and he's much more getting used to the, social aspect of bruce wayne i feel like he's probably going to be way more uh used to being batman than being bruce wayne as he should yeah, yeah. yes uh, in a lot of other ones we've seen him having that balance like bale he was buying hotels <laughs> you know uh, affleck was talking shit to clark <laughs> and uh, i feel like this one uh, i think it would be cool if he was having trouble keeping his Batman side in bed while he's being Bruce Wayne. And maybe some people suspect him or, or something, you know? I love that. Yeah. I love that idea. And we kind of get a glimpse of that when he saves that kid, when the car crashes through uh, the building mm -hmm. or of where they're at, we get a glimpse of that where he saves the kid 
um, instinctually. And yeah. I love that because for me, Batman and Bruce Wayne, although they are different, they both have the same goal in that they want to rid the evil uh, within Gotham, right? That was the promise that he made to his parents. So for me, when I saw Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, completely bought it. For, for me, it, he, he got the brooding down. He had the anger. He had the guilt. He had the pain, uh, the tragedy within him, fueling him. Um, and you're right. It almost looked like he is having a really hard time uh, containing the Batman within himself. And I love that because that is another aspect of conflict within the character that I believe we haven't really seen in other, in other Batman films. That, I want to see uh, that. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, it's okay. What were you saying? Uh, um, that also um, goes to his inexperience as well. I think while he evolves, the acting ability, not even just from Robert Pattinson, but Bruce Wayne himself, just portraying the billionaire playboy philanthropist or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Iron Man type thing. Yeah. I think the acting will continuously um, evolve. Yes. So he can act more as Bruce Wayne than Batman when he wants to be Bruce Wayne. I think that will evolve with this one. I think I love that inexperience that um, he is not Bruce Wayne anymore. He's just Batman, Wh whether or not he has a cowl on or not. So yeah. I really love that. Oh, that is so awesome. It gives me chills. And it also hints to us that I believe Reeves is going to give us a well-developed arc. He, this Bruce Wayne Batman here is lost. But by the end of the film or by the end of the trilogy, we might have that Bruce Wayne Batman that complete each other. They're fulfilled and they're more hopeful in a way when it comes to saving people. That to me is the beauty of Batman. And I, I feel like Matt Reeves really understands that. And I get that from the glimpses that we see from uh, Robert Pattinson. Looks amazing, man. And the eyeshadow, as I mentioned in my trailer reaction, he looks like a tortured soul. For the first time, we are seeing that eyeshadow on a Batman actor as Bruce Wayne. And for me, that makes a whole hell of a lot of a difference, man. Like it really did, it, it, it really feels like he is troubled and he is struggling to not become the monsters that he's facing. That to me speaks volumes just with, just with the idea of eyeshadow. It's really amazing what Matt Reeves was able to do to accomplish with that close-up at the end of that trailer. Robert Pattinson is a rock star, and I, I can't wait to see more, man. Seriously. Also, shout-out shout out to um, Greg Frazier, the cinematographer. Oh, oh, yes. As the Batman. You can tell, like, the distorted look of each, um, some of the scenes where you see him in the eyeshadow and the mask, and at the, I think it was the last frame, where you just see him just looking at his um, computer. I feel like you could just tell just because of the cinema, cinematography, you can just tell that Batman is alone and just fearful of himself and anyone. So I really, really love that. I'm so happy you brought up Greg Frazier. He is uh, another storyteller that's part of this um, new telling of Batman. His cinematography work is impeccable. Absolutely impeccable. If you check out Lion which was my favorite film of 2016. So the, way, the way he shoots that film is so damn beautiful and so damn moving that I know exactly what you mean when you say he is capturing Bruce Wayne Batman in the frame, feeling isolated and alone. And that's exactly what we see with the Batcave. I love the new look of this Batcave. It's like an open floor plan in an abandoned <laughs> like floor somewhere. Some people are theorizing maybe it's a metro. Uh, metro station or something like that but even with even that we even that train know, yeah the bat train <laughs> even when we know alfred is in his life when we see those frames of him in the bat cave we really see that little boy who lost his parents he's completely alone he's lost and uh he's dangerous he's unhinged uh when when he's out there at night so really love the work of greg frazier rogue one one of the yeah. one of the best looking star wars films seriously i know every star wars film they, they look pretty great but that one for me stands out immensely especially during the death star sequence absolutely breathtaking yeah. julius what did you think about the cinematography itself in this trailer i thought it was perfect i mean I, it visually it's what we've all been waiting for i think this straight up crime film yeah you know influenced mm -hmm. by something like seven or Oof. uh any other David Fincher, even like the social network, you yeah. know, Zodiac, that has Zodiac Chinatown, yeah. Chinatown, all Prison. of that. Take them prisoners, all. take them all, <laughs> prisoners, <laughs> you know, like uh, that's what I'm saying. I think it looks perfect. And the fact that they haven't even filmed the majority of this production 
it gets me excited for what else there's going to be. Yeah. Cause it just look, I can't wait to see I, how the Riddler actually does look. Cause you know, he's wrapped up in, in that uh, crazy costume when he actually gets full on Riddler, if he has a layer at some point, I'd love to see how that shot, whether, you know, they'll actually incorporate more green because they are incorporating a lot of red within their marketing. Yes. You know, I'm curious about how color is going to work with this film because it does look pretty dark right now. Will that be the case for the rest of the settings or the rest of the characters? Um, I think it looks really great. And, you know, Rogue One, uh, it's probably not my favorite Star Wars movie, uh, but I do like the way that it's shot. I think it looks pretty incredible. And I'm really glad that this is the case for this Batman film. And that in certain ways, he kind of held back, you know, because I feel like Rogue One, the way that movie was shot was much more uh, kind of, it was definitely more like a Star Wars opera-esque you know, like things are center frame, they're dramatic and everything. This is pretty subtle because everything's dimly lit. There's shadows, there, there's not like this epic shot, you know, something that's trying to be epic. It's, yeah. it's just epic because it's great. You yes. know what I mean? Very gritty. I love the use of lighting, especially the lamps in the scene where we see Riddler when he's committing his crime and uh, unraveling yeah. the duct tape. I love the, the use of light over the, the face where it says yeah. no more lies. That lighting is really effective. And to me, it tells me that they really want to tell a story that is very uh, character-driven, neo-noir driven, um, something that just feels like a full-on detective Batman mode. And that's what I really love about the look of Matt Reeves' Batman. Christopher Nolan's Batman was grounded and realistic. So was this one. But the fact that this one feels visually different is awesome. Yeah. For me, when I think of this trailer, when I think of this version of Batman now, how it differs from Christopher Nolan's, the way I think about it is, it's a detective mode, crime mystery thriller, psychological picture. That's how I think of it as. It feels very psychological, especially when we think of the point of view shot of when we see Batman following Gordon uh, and you see the, the row of cops. That to me tells me that these filmmakers know exactly what they're doing. They are giving us a Batman where we, are, we, we know exactly what's going on in his head and in his heart. Uh, those shots remind me of actually the work that was established in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Those shots mm -hmm. were, they were point of view and you see Caesar walking through um, just an aisle of apes. You know exactly how he feels. Um, so that's really exciting to me, man, seriously. Cinematography visually is a treat. It is insane. And I'm gonna become the Joker. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, AJ, what did you think about Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman in this trailer? We got our first look at what she looked like and what she was doing. What do you think about that reveal? Yeah, so when before Zoe Kravitz was announced to play Catwoman, my Catwoman was Isaac Gonzalez. I really hoped that she was going to be Catwoman. From Baby but, Driver. Yes. Um, so from hearing that Zoe Kravitz was going to play Catwoman, I was a little disappointed at first. Like, my first reaction was like, why? Why? And then I, was, I, started, I started thinking about it. Why? <laughs> I, I started thinking about it. I was like, wait, but Zoe Kravitz is a great actress anyway. So why, why does it matter anyway to me? Um, so, <laughs> so I got excited, like, what, not even 10 minutes after I thought about that. I was like, okay, I'm ready for Zoe Kravitz as um, I'm Catwoman. And when we got the trailer, the first look, I was like, that's what I wanted. Uh, that's what I wanted because it actually makes sense that she doesn't have her full costume yet. I know yes. some people have that criticism. Yes. But like Batman, Matt Reeves is evolving each of his rogues galleries. Catwoman is being evolved throughout the trilogy or even series that she might have. Um, Cobblepot is going to be evolved. Um, not getting, too, I don't think Two Faced in it yet. But, um, the penguin, um, the Riddler is going to be. Is he yeah. going to be in that? Yeah, that there were. There was a lot of reports saying that there was going to be like six villains. I believe uh, Firefly. Mad was, Hatter also. Yeah, Mad Hatter, Firefly. Yeah. We're not sure if maybe Rat Reeves, Matt, Matt Reeves, is like saving, uh, saving those for for when we watch the film. But so far, the villains that we have seen in this trailer, outstanding. And I love that you said that like he yeah. is evolving these characters. These characters aren't what we know them to be yet but they're getting there. And mm -hmm. first he has to establish that 
that pivotal point, that baseline of, uh, uh, of when they're going to be on the, traje- the trajectory to be the villains that we all know them to be. Yeah. Julius, what did you think about Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman? Uh, were you underwhelmed? Did you like it? Did it get you more hyped? I liked it. I mean, I could see why she would be casted, right? You know, like, I think she's that type of actress who's kind of, who could be sleeky like that, you know? And I think that it looks cool already, them teasing this cat motif on her. Uh, I think that her costume, if she eventually gets one, I'm curious in what direction they'll go, whether they'll go on full on like cat, you know, like kind of how it is in Batman year one or whether it'll be more held back once again, you know? Um, but if it's just this, I'm not going to really have a problem with it. I, a lot of people, I think, want that Arkham Knight look for Catwoman, which I which think we would might. be cool. We which might we still. probably, we might. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, and I started thinking about the other Catwomen we've had in the past and the looks they've had and how each one was really distinctive and how this one, I feel, holds up just because it is much more grounded, you know? Like with Michelle Pfeiffer, that's definitely more Tim Burton. That's way more like stylish yeah. and gothic nightmarish yeah. nightmarish i actually like the one with um and hathaway i like that version of catwoman a lot i oh, know a lot too. of people go after mm. it i like it a lot i think that so far i feel like that's the best version of the character i agree um you know and uh this one i feel like this will hold up pretty well because like you guys have said this is not what they are or how we know them this is them starting off right to mm-hmm. where they go you know, and I am in, excited for that journey, especially when you think about other Batman villains down the line. Like, will they do this type of treatment for someone like like a Mr. Freeze or a, or a whoever else they approach or a Bane or, you know, where they where we see the beginnings and then what they eventually become? Or will they just be those people? You know, because I feel like in the Nolan trilogy, a lot of the time with villains, they were already them with the mm-hmm. exception of like Two-Face who we saw become Two-Face. Yeah. Oh, brilliantly. You know? Brilliantly. So, yeah, I'm excited to see how these characters become the, the icons that we're familiar with. Yeah, I'm loving what both of you are saying now. It's getting me more excited about seeing uh, these characters uh, come to light. Look, for those of you complaining about how she looks right now, just think about how Batman looks. Just think about how Batman looks. They're going to do Catwoman justice, whether it be a black leather suit or purple. Um, Honestly, even the way that she looks right now, I love. I think it is super creative that they use like a a, a burglar mask. um, And and you see like her face like that. I I really like that. And the little ears. A little little ears. I love that. Yeah, exactly. What are those? Like jewels or something? Or maybe like her hair or something? I don't know. But it looks really creative. Uh, and innovative and it just it just feels refreshing it, it feels like matt reeves is the batman universe you know he's going to fully develop these characters i can't wait to see more i think zoe kravitz she showed us a Catwoman instantly that was uh strong somebody that was uh skilled in espionage and uh sassy and you know that that's exactly what i want in a Catwoman. to me she's got it in just a few moments um that sequence where she is fighting batman that to me was already really impressive. That was awesome, yeah. And, and it gave us just a hint of how this Batman moves. And already in my head, I was thinking, holy freaking crap. This Batman is going to show somebody up right now. And, and what did we get <laughs> just a few moments later? We did. So I love that. I love the way that Catwoman moves. I love Zoe Kravitz in the role. Every cast member in this film, I think, is perfect, man. Let's, yeah. let's, let's talk about the Riddler himself, the actual first character that we saw in this trailer. What did you think about Paul Dano as the as the Riddler? Does he seem like he's going to be one of the best comic Jesus. book villains ever? Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> you, you <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll go ahead. But I'll be real quick. Paul Dano, come on, man. Paul Dano, <laughs> there will be blood. <laughs> as far as it goes, uh, he's a, he. We know this dude is perfectly cast for this character. Oh yeah. Someone commented. Oh, yeah. It's a very similar casting to Heath Ledger as the Joker. Mm-hmm. I feel like the only difference is that people were actually betting against Ledger back yes. then. And now people are fully on board with 
Paul Dano because he's nope. perfect. I mean, why would mm-hmm. you be against that casting? That yep. makes complete sense. Watch him in There Will Be Blood. Watch him in that terrible Johnny Depp movie. Watch him, <laughs> in, you know, watch him in anything he's in. Yeah, Love Little and Miss Mercy. Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine. 12, year, 12 Years a Slave. Oh, Prisoners. Okja. Never Looper. wanted a Batman more Greatness. than 12 Years a Slave. Yes, watch 12 Years a Slave. He's absolutely disgusting in that film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's disgusting. Bring, bring that energy to the Riddler. And you're going to give me a disgusting villain. Somehow (laughs) this dude manages to be the most just insidious, spiteful, and hateful character in whatever movie he's in. You know, even where he's the good guy. Even where he's the good guy. You you just can't stand them. And I feel like if they do that with the Riddler, it's going to, it could be the best, one of the best Batman villains we've ever gotten. You know, uh, I love that there's this hush motif to him you know a lot of people Mm -hmm. are making that parallel because he's got the duct tape around the head and everything and you know they've done a lot of different retconning with hush over the years you know there was the original comic there was this animated film i haven't read hush yet so don't spoil it right well i won't say anything i won't say anything it's just um you know like there there's that thing they're kind of blending characters together the way that marvel's done at certain points with characters Mm -hmm. and uh i'm curious i mean i really can't wait to see what this dude is like when he becomes full-on riddler you know Absolutely. whether he's wearing green i mean he's already wearing green but i'm talking about <laughs> jacket it's not easy staff. being green <laughs> i want to hear him say that bro <laughs> uh if you want to see a good movie with paul dano um i would completely recommend love and mercy he plays brian wilson of the beach boys he's incredible in it he, get, he looks like Brian Wilson. He sounds a lot like Brian Wilson. And he just, he's fantastic. And oddly enough, him playing that musician will get you more excited for his role as a supervillain. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the quality of acting, but it's pretty incredible. Yeah, it just shows what a dedicated actor he is and yeah. um, just, how, uh, just how amazing it is to have somebody like that portray a character that we all know and love. Julius, thank you so much for that recommendation. Yeah. Great thoughts on that. AJ, or there would be blood. Just, what, just watch it. What did you think about the Riddler? Did, did, did he creep you out? Well, what's going on through your mind seeing the Riddler in this trailer? Okay. Um, for me, I liked his voice <laughs> more so than the actual, <laughs> the actual look, if that's the Riddler. Um, it's rumored that he's the Riddler, but we are not totally sure that he is. It's true. Uh, I'm sold anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, I think the Riddler will be probably one of the best DC villains. Um, probably up against Zod, I think they will be probably the best villains um, for the DC. Um, Paul Dano, we already Ares. talked about it. Oh, God, don't talk about Ares. Don't talk about Ares. But yeah, we already talked about um, Paul Dano's uh, filmography. If you guys oh, yeah. haven't seen any of those movies, highly recommend because they are fantastic. And he is fantastic in every single one of them. Specifically 12 Years a Slave because he is, <laughs> I'm not even going to say it, just watch 12 Years a Slave. Um, <laughs> I, I can totally, when he was first announced, I was like, yep, he is the Riddler. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love, sometimes he's awkward and I love that. Sometimes he can be just a badass and just, annoying and i love that as well so i'm all up for um paul dana as the riddler oh dude my God. totally 100 percent. i really love that you mentioned 12 years a slave um i almost forgot that he was in that film but the second that you mentioned it it just brought me back to the horrors <laughs> of, of watching that movie everybody is brilliant in that steve mcqueen mm-hmm. is such an exceptional director 12 years a slave should have won chuatel Ejiofor for that oscar for um best actor of that year uh, blew me away, uh, brought me to tears. Um, a, a fil- yeah, a film that everybody should watch. Yeah. It is such a wonderful exercise in empathy and also just, just acknowledging when something is completely out of line and, and just learning how to care for each other more. I could not love 12 Years a Slave much more. Uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler. The second that this trailer opened, I was like, yeah, yep, that's exactly <laughs> what I expected. That's exactly what I wanted. And uh, Paul Dano is going to surpass all our expectations, even when, we already, even, even when we already thought that he was perfect. The second that we saw come into frame, Gordon pulled up the letter and it says, to the Batman. 
I was like, chills. Chills, yes. Chills. Chills. Because he is specifically writing to the Batman. This is somebody that he wants to challenge the Batman because we know Enigma is somebody who believes he is the smartest person in the room, Mm -hmm. right? And who better to have fun with than the Batman himself? Somebody who is filled with rage. Somebody who's going to get pissed off because he can't figure out this riddle. He's all of us. Right? This is why they don't have like the the geniuses and the seats of power in this kind in this world. You know what I mean? Like we have all these schmucks running the show. Why, why don't you get the geniuses? Oh, it's because of this. Yeah, because the they're fucking with Batman. Get the riddler, but he looked amazing. I loved the look instantly. He was eerie to me. Um, he was under my skin. He was icky. The way that he reminded me of uh, his performance in Prisoners, his work in Prisoners. Mm-hmm is remarkable and i know for a fact that paul dano is going to give us a riddler that is enigmatic and somebody who is just completely complex and that's what we need for the riddler we can't just have somebody who is uh just somebody that um batman can beat physically we need somebody who is a a mental challenge and i think the riddler is perfect um to fill the shoes in for what heath ledger did as the joker somebody who can up the stakes when it comes to the crimes that he commits and just how um uh just what a difficult puzzle that these crimes can be. Um, I read for the first time ever, The Long Halloween with my brother yesterday. Um, What a comic book. Mm -hmm. What a comic book. I love the way that 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 comic utilizes a lot of Batman's rogues. And I get that similar feeling here with how Matt Reeves is handling these characters with patience, with precision, um, and fully developed. I cannot wait for this movie. Riddler looks amazing. I'm completely sold. I even love his lines, his lines of dialogue. My brother really made a great point. He said, bro, based off of the trailer, every single line is gold. And I feel like every single piece of dialogue here is not going to be wasted. And I think he's absolutely right. What does the Riddler say in this trailer? He says, if you are justice, please do not lie. What surprise for your blind eye. Shells again. Sickening. (laughs) Sickening, right? What do you think Riddler's role is in this movie? Do you have any crazy theories as to how he could be associated with Batman? Is he referring to Batman with that line? Is he referring to, um, you know, the elected officials? Is he referring to Gotham PD? Who do you think he's referring to there? What's his role? What's his goal? For me, I think he's actually referring to everyone. Um, I agree. I completely agree. The way that. The way it's presented, it actually, I think it's actually during the, uh, that single, that one line is presented and I think it was the announcement, the commissioner and Gordon was going at, and I feel like, I feel like that was the announcement he's going to give because, you know, um, the cops are corrupted. He knows that. Um, politics, the um, political people are corrupted. He knows that. Um so for me, I think it's towards everyone. Uh, and with Batman, where he, where he um, the Riddler knows that the Batman is going against other criminals. But to me, I think that the Riddler doesn't like that because it's not the way that he wants it. So he chooses to challenge the Batman, which I feel like is incredible. Hype and just, Yes. And to <laughs> see those two just go head to head, not even physical wise, but mentally, um, psychologically, like you were talking about, I feel like it's a great way to first introduce the Batman. So I'm all in for this. I promise you, I promise you by the end of the film, if we're going through all these damn riddles and Robert Pattinson's (laughs) Batman says, riddle me this at the very end, I'm going to get a tattoo of the Batman. (laughs) If he says, riddle me this, I'm going to get a tattoo of the Batman. <laughs> Julius, what do you make yeah. of that line? How do you figure Riddler's role into this? Could, it be somebody, could he be someone considered as a vigilante, a straight-up villain, an anti-hero? What would work for you? What wouldn't work for you for the portrayal of the Riddler here? Well, I think they're going to go in more of the serial killer direction with him, um, for sure. But I feel like he's the villain of this, but is a piece of a much larger puzzle. You know, if they extend this to like two other films or a trilogy or whatever, um, 
I feel like this is going to just set up a, a larger scheme at play in Gotham. I mean, there are a lot of theories that this dude is connected to the court of owls in some way or another. And Whoa, I would be really I down like with that. that. Yeah. I would be really down if this was like in the way that we had, I mean, this is going to be, I feel like way better, but we had Roman, the, the accuser in guardians of the galaxy kind of representing Thanos. I feel like this would be a cool different version of that when we're leading up to like the court of owls. Okay. Theory, um, theory real quick. I love that. Also the hierarchy I think is cool. So what if in the trilogy, we get the ruler as the main villain, Mm -hmm. then hush as the other main villain. And then overall the court of owls was the one that was controlling both of them. Um, So you'll have the court of owls, We'll get like hints and tidbits and like mystery and um, riddles maybe. And the first one that hints at the Court of Owls. And within the next episode, you get more, not next episode, it's not a series, but (laughs) next movie, next movie, you get more into the Court of Owls a little bit with the mythology of that. And then finally, you get the Court of Owls. Um, final movie. I think that would be really, really cool. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, it reminds me a lot of the way that the uh, the League of Shadows played a big role in the Nolan trilogy. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, um, except that there's the middle film where, you know, they, they're not mentioned at all. You know, they just bring it all back together within Rises. But with this, I feel like they have an opportunity to really make it much more of a smooth transition into that larger conspiracy. Uh, within Gotham, you know, if they're controlling organized crime, if if like they're like other crime are basically subsidiaries of them, I think that would be really cool. Like the penguin doesn't even know he has ties to them, you know, that type of stuff. I feel like that would be really cool. Two-Face doesn't know. They're just all, you know, wrapped up together. I think that would be really interesting. So I haven't read the Court of Owls storyline. I have the the comic that's on my list to read. Um, I was going to read The Long Halloween, Dark Victory, Court of Owls, and then Hush. Um, so I know minimal about them. I just know that they're like a, like a cult, organized crime, a uh, lot of wealth, high power, and um, they're corrupt, essentially. So when you guys mentioned this idea of like maybe the Court of Owls coming into play as like the overarching... Um, just villain in itself that to me is very exciting because that perfectly represents what gotham is it is a hellscape it is crime ridden and i mean what better way to rid of the evil that kind of slay that that kind of killed his parents Uh, that to me is like that's cutting the 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 head off the chicken right there with the owls i want to see that so bad um how would you guys feel if like uh if maybe we had the court of owls as the antagonist for the second film who would you who would you imagine the villain for the third film would you still imagine hush or would you imagine the freaks coming into play now that the organized crime in secrecy has been taken down i think they should wait on joker whether it be the third film or something but i really do feel that they should wait for him you know build him up which they kind of tease in this trailer Mm -hmm. you know with those uh, painted guys, I know that's one of the questions uh, for later. Who do we think they're on to? But I feel like the Joker should be built up anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do him in the second film because we saw that with Dark Knight. Yes. Uh, and you don't want to – I don't want to try to even touch that because Dark Knight is still, I mean, up there, you know? Yeah. Uh, just do – wait wait up because we all know, like, like with this whole trilogy – we're going to be thinking in the back of our minds with this trailer, we're thinking it, what will the Joker be like, you know? And I feel like he's even more than the court of owls. He's the, the, the straight up villain, you know, mm-hmm. of Batman. So I would be completely down if they say they did bring in court of owls in the next film, get that out of the way. Uh, I would love it if Court of Owls was in the same film with Joker. If it was in the third film and Joker's just like the complete wild card. Yes, that would be Messes dope. with their shit, you know? That would be pretty dope. And I mean, there is a great hint to Court of Owls, especially with the Riddler's card. There's an owl on, oh, yeah. on the card. I, I'm really glad that people um, highlighted that because it's either an Easter egg or it's an, a hint to a greater evil. AJ, who would you like to see um, as the antagonist for the third film if we do get Court of Owls in the second? I have no idea. Uh, well, we still haven't gotten Bane yet. We still have. 
they did talk about Joker a little bit. I think mm-hmm. there was an article about them talking about the Joker being hinted at in the first film and then having a little bit more of an impact in the second film. I'm pretty sure yeah. I had to look that up, but I I don't really want the Joker to be honest. Um, I know he's the best villain for Batman, but to me, I would rather see Bane and <laughs> much like the Riddler, he in those movies, he was not portrayed as well. So to see Bane and him to like break the bat um, in the third film, I think will be really, really cool. Um, not only physically, but once again, mentally, because mm-hmm. um, if you know, if you know Bane as a character, he is smart as much as he is um, powerful. Right. And if we do get the court of Owls in the second movie, um, that way we'll see him understand Gotham more than most people. Yes. But I think a next best challenge is to see uh, the Batman go against someone who is way stronger than him physically and as smart as him mentally. So I would love to see Bane for the third movie. Dude, that would be awesome, especially with the way that Matt Reeves is interpreting these characters. I think Bane would be a really exciting choice. Um, I love this idea that Bruce Wayne and ba- it, it, it takes Bruce Wayne and Batman to take down these villains. Uh, and Court of Owls is, is a perfect representation of, of what he's able to do um, while using his resources um, full capacity with both of his personas. Honestly, for me, if Matt Reeves does not use the Joker, if he does not give us a Joker for Robert Pattinson's Batman, I truly feel like that would be a missed opportunity just because I, I do believe he is Batman's greatest enemy. And with the way that we're looking at this Batman already, he's shaping up to be the best Batman. I, I can't imagine never seeing a Joker for this perfect Batman. To me, I'd always be thinking, what if? Um, I really love uh, uh, the idea of Lakeith Stanfeld. Uh, being the Joker. I know he's very passionate about playing the Joker. I think that'd be really interesting. So those kind of choices for me, they exhilarate me. And that's something that I want to see new with a different interpretation of the Joker. With Michael Keaton's, we got Joker in the first movie. With Christian Bale's, we got Joker in the second film. I think it would just be poetry in full circle if we see a Joker for the third film to round it up as this epic conclusion of Batman after taking down organized crime, after taking down these lower level freaks to take down the ultimate representation of evil. That would be the triumph of Gotham of him taking care of the Joker and saving as many people as he can. That to me is just, I, I, I envision that as the trilogy arc for this Batman and it makes me so damn happy, but whatever route they decide to go with, whatever rogues that they decide to go with, I completely trust in matt reeves i believe in matt reeves uh wholeheartedly um honestly for the third film i would want to see all of them you know like if they did (laughs) in the second film and batman took them down and then there's no one to run crime and joker's the one running shit and you see all these villains under his you know under his chaos whoa that would be i feel that would be sick you know, I would love, I would love to see like an Arkham Asylum type yeah. horror movie. Yes, movie. yes, yes. That's it. That's we it. We didn't even talk about Scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Scare. If we do, actually, I'm gonna change my answer from Bane to actual um, Scarecrow, because I like the Joker. I think no one ha- has like defeated the Batman in a more psychological way than the Joker and Scarecrow. So to see. Yes. To see that in the third movie, I'm all up for it. Honestly, I, I just don't want it. I want more than a trilogy. <laughs> give, give me a anthology yeah, or whatever you call it. <laughs> Dude, a quad Give me a trilogy. Star Wars. Fast yeah, there we this go. Shit. Let's go. Give, give us Star a Wars this shit. Yes. <laughs> and that's how good this trailer Star was, Wars too. That's how good this trailer was, too. The moment it ended, I was like, yeah, sign me up for a trilogy. I want a trilogy immediately. I love the tone. Um, I, love, I love the lighting. This can honestly, this can honestly be a universe on itself. Yes. To be honest. Yes. yes. And that's exactly what it's shaping up to be. Me and Julius talked about um, the uh, Gotham PD series that they're going to do, which takes place uh, in year one of Batman. To me already, Matt Reeves is thinking large picture, big picture with the bat family and just all aspects, elements of Gotham. That to me was really one of the highlights of actually the long Halloween comic book is how real they were able to make Gotham. 
Um, it was a huge crime syndicate. It was a, it was a, a war between two families, the Maronis and yeah. the Falcones. Uh, very effective stuff here. And I see that, um, I see him beautifully embedding this movie, layering it with um, just all aspects of crime. It is fascinating. Um, it's the only thing that Jeff Loeb should be proud of when it comes to comics. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't like the you didn't like the sequels? Did you like Dark Victory? I haven't read it yet. Um, I haven't I read Dark Victory either. It's just Jeff Loeb has this tendency to.